verses 19 through 22. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. Someone read, please. Consequently, you are not have foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as a true cornerstone. In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. John chapter 11 verse 1, 2 and 3. John 11 verse 1, 2 and 3. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and his sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to, to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. This is a continuation of the message I preached last Sunday. Church as a family. Church as a family. Because it is family, the principle you will hear today and last Sunday applicable to our homes, our personal life, or any relationships. Three incidents in the Bible, you will see the life of the family of Lazarus is mentioned. One is the death and the uh, uh, coming to life of, the, of Lazarus himself. Another time, pouring the oil, anointing oil upon the head of Jesus Christ. Another incident is sitting. Mary is sitting by the feet of Jesus. I am taking those principles from three passages, three incidents, connected together in this passage, so you understand a family what it is. The first thing, five things we mentioned last Sunday. Let me just to go the names, just to mention the names. Jesus loves that family. I want you to know, because Jesus is your Lord, because Jesus is your Master, because Jesus is your Savior, He loves you. His love is unconditional love. He is not loving because you have something. He is not loving because you are a better worshipper. You, he is not loving you because of anything else. He just loves you. Because Jesus loves you, we need to learn to love the people who Jesus loves. You don't love me, I don't really care. I want to tell you a good news. Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. You will be blessed if you love me because Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. Second thing I share with you last week. Martha opened the door for Jesus. Because there was a Martha to open the door for Jesus. Mary could sit down by the feet of Jesus. Mary boasted about the presence of God. Mary had the iPad on. Mary had their everything set to sit and study the word. But because there was a Martha opened the door, he, she was able to come. Do not forget you are here 
because someone did something in your life. Let me move on. Third thing we share, we only experience what we expect. You only able to receive to the level of your expectation. The very same worship service, someone goes home with the three points of criticism, at the same service, someone goes home with the deliverance. Because your expectation will limit God to do a miracle in your life. When you walk into any meetings, even this morning, when you are sitting in this sanctuary, how much you expect from God, that will be the measuring rod of the blessing you receive in your life. Moving on. The fourth thing I shared with you last week, do not impose your passion on others. Mary was so, Martha was so excited. Martha was working. Martha, this is what the words I read to you. But Martha was distracted by all the preparation that had to make. She came to him and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work? And she is sitting there doing nothing. Mary is not a lazy person. You will see that later. But Martha has a problem. Martha does everything at the last minute. Martha wants to see people what she does. So Martha, because of their last minute preparation, college students, you can identify with this. Sunday night, your paper is due for the week. Two o'clock, it has to be uploaded. One in the afternoon, one in the afternoon, one, in the, one at night, you are awake, you are doing, you are working, but you want to make sure the people in the house also, they are sound sleep, they want, you want them to know you are awake. Make all the noise, put your feet high, because I am awake, I am doing what you want, don't you know? Applicable to every situation. Martha has a miserable life. She wants to do everything last minute. But she wants Mary to come into her misery. Do not impose your passion to others. You may have a passion towards something. Do not expect others to take that passion. Hallelujah. Let me move on. Today, I covered this too last week. You might not be right all the time. Jesus was correcting Martha. Martha, Martha, Lord answered, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Or indeed one. Mary has chosen what is better, and you will not be taken away from her. Martha thought, I am right all the time. You ever see people like that? I've seen a lot of them. They think they are right all the time. My friend, you are not God. If you are not God, you are not right all the time. Admit it. I am not right all the time. 
My wife is almost right most of the time. If you want a successful family in your life, understand that you are not right all the time. Martha needs to be corrected by Jesus. Come on, Martha, you are not right. Hallelujah. Moving on. What I want to share with you today. Believe in the power of prayer. When Lazarus was sick, when he was on the sick bird, the first thing Mary and Martha did, sent an information to Jesus. So sisters sent a word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Notice the sentence. They did not say, come quickly. We pray to God many times, we give an answer to God also. <coughs> when we pray to God, many times, you and me wanted to, God to agree with your prayer. It does not happen. Prayer itself is another subject. I need to move on. My time is not good today. Prayer is not telling God what to do. Your job is to inform Jesus. Lazarus is sick. Let Jesus handle what needs to be done. Hallelujah. Prayer is not to change God. Prayer is to change me. When we pray, God will give you grace and anointing to handle the situation you are in more than changing the situation. We repeat that again. When you pray, God will give you grace to handle the situation more than changing the situation. God is not sitting in heaven listening to you and expecting Him to change it. He says, Child of God, I know you are. You told me I'll work at my time. We need to become the people of God. After you pray, believe in God. I prayed it and I gave it to my Jesus, my issues, and I wait for him patiently. And no more. Do not make you go to the next slide. Do not make yourself a priority. Lord, Martha said, we just read the passage in a casual way. <coughs> you know what I believe? This incident is after four days. Jesus was told by those messengers, Lazarus is dead. He did not show up. You know who Jesus is? Whenever he traveled through Bethany or Jerusalem, this is the place he stayed. Every time he traveled through there, he had no problem knocking at Martha's house. Come on, Martha, we are here. Disciples, everyone ate, spent time, slept. This home was nice. It's a very familiar home. He had no problem to walk into every any time. 
even midnight to their house. That much of freedom they had, he had. Jesus loved that family. Do you think Martha came to Jesus and said, Lord, I believe he, she came with an attitude. Four days ago I tell you to come. Is this the time you're going to show up? a doctor. He was rushing into a hospital. He rushed into surgery, surgical area. A father of a son who was standing outside the door. He walked in. The father yelled at him. Why did you take all this time to come? Don't you know that my son's life is in danger? Don't you have any sense of responsibility? Doctor smiled and said, I'm sorry. I wasn't in the hospital. I came as fast as I could after I received the call. And now I wish you come down so I can do my work. Come down? What if your son was in the same room right now like this? Would you come down? If your son dies now, what will you do? Father said in angry voice. Doctor smiled and replied. I will say, just like the Job in the Bible said, from dust we came and dust we return. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Doctor can continued, I cannot prolong stay here. Let me go to the room. You intercede for your son. We do not control the life God controls. We do the best we can. You go and pray. replied to the people who are standing there. Why so arrogant? He went into the room. After two hours doctor came out. Did not even wait for anything. He came to the father and said thank God your son is saved. If you need anything else they will explain to you. He walked away. He looked at the nurse and people who are standing there. What kind of doctor he is? He could not even take a minute to share and tell me what is taking place in my son's life. The nurse started to cry. 
And the father asked the nurse, why you cry? Nurse replied, the doctor's son died yesterday on a, in an accident. He was in the burial place when we called him. He asked the people to hold and he came and did the surgery. Then he is running back to finish up the burial of his son. Child of God, when you make yourself a priority in life, in every family, the family will be destroyed. When you make yourself a priority in a church, the church will perish. This incident and the story I share with you, the father only thought about himself and his son. Did not think what the doctor was going through. Mary at the same time did not concern about what Jesus think or any other situation. He complained to Jesus. If you were here, everything was fine. Child of God, many times we also in the same situation. We for ourselves, it's all about me. My dear beloved is not. Everything is not about you. There are seasons, it is about you. There is time, it is all, uh, all about you. But there is time to others also. Husband has a place. Wife has a place. Children has a place. If everything all about children, it does not work. If all about father, it does not work. It's all about mother, it does not work. There's a time for the children, there's time for the husband, there's time for the wife. Same rule applicable in churches also. Church is not a sister for me. Church is not a sister for you. Church is for Jesus Christ. That is a purpose. Understand the identity, who you are in Christ. God blessed us according in our families. God will bless us in our church. But need to understand, just like Martha. Martha was so focused on him, herself. Jesus said, no Martha. I am the resurrection and life. I am able to change, make a difference in every situation in your life. It is not about you. It is about what God wants, my father wants in my life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm. Moving on. Next slide, please. Understand the Lord's expectation. God expected us to do different than what you think. God's expectation is different. God's calculation is different. His method is different. His goal is different. His goal is to keep us joy in our life. His goal is to put our families together. His goal is to have a blessed life. But understand that his expectation, what is his expectation? Many times we worry about our expectation. Many times we follow our expectation. God says no. Understand God's expectation in your life. With that, go to the next slide please. 
Lord will let your expectation fall so that His glory will manifest in your life. Martha and Mary came to Jesus and said, My brother is dead for four days. I invited you, I informed you, I called you at the time four days ago when he was sick. But he did not come. He did not show up in the situation at the time they expected. Sometimes God will allow you and let your expectation fall short. Because God wanted to show His glory into your life. Amen. There are people who listen to my voice this afternoon. There are things you prayed. He did not answer you the way you want. The way you expected. The things that did not go the way you planned or your calculations. It is not Jesus lets you down. It is not Jesus lets you down. Hallelujah. I can stay in this passage hours and share with you. If you study the Bible, the whole story of every individual in the Bible is this. He lets you down. No, he did not let you down. He did not answer your prayer sometime. He did not give you everything the way you expected. That does not mean he does not care about you. Hallelujah. Martha, I did not come four days ago. It is a reality. Mary, I did not come. That does not mean I don't love you. I love you. Your brother will rise again. Your brother will rise again. Your brother will rise again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your brother will rise again. He will rise again. The things you are praying for, God will answer it. Not the way you think, but God's way. His way is better than my way. He knows greater than I am. Hallelujah. I don't know much, but I give my life into the hand of God. As you need God, I'm willing to give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Allow God to remove your doubt. Martha was thinking, yes, you said he will rise again. I know he will rise again. When? Future. She has faith. Allow God to remove your doubt. There are people who listen to my voice. You may be asking, why I entered to that relationship? Why I joined the college? Why I did this and I'm doing this? Why I am here in this church? There is a purpose. There is a plan. Maybe the things did not go the way you expected. Your husband or your wife or children, doesn't matter whatever situation is you are. Allow the Holy Spirit to remove your doubt. 
trust Jesus. Can you believe him now? Even now. Four days. Bed, buried, gone. Stinking. Can you believe? Your situation, can you believe now? Now, now, now. Remove the doubt. Doubt is from devil. Can you trust Jesus today? Can you trust Jesus today? Can you trust Jesus today? Now, Martha, I am ready. I am the resurrection and life. Mary, I am the resurrection and life. Can you trust me now? If you trust me now, next slide, please. If you trust me now, be willing to obey the Lord and remove the man-made obstructions in your life. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a very simple question. You know the story, the passage. I am not going into it. The very same Jesus who, who was able to bring Lazarus to life said to Mary and Martha, remove the stone. <coughs> Can he? Oh, he is not able? Hallelujah. Martha is disappointed in Jesus. Martha's calculation is only Jesus is able to heal people. Martha limited Jesus. His expectation, her expectation was this level. But Martha, I want to take you to a greater level. Can you remove the stones which you place in front of your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Martha limited God, limited Jesus and Jesus, you are a healer, I understand. You are, a, you are able to cleanse the leper, I understand. You are able to open the eyes, I understand. But there is a stone placed by you. There is a stone placed by you and the issue of your life. Remove it. Be willing to obey. The Lord and remove the man-made obstacles. Remove the stones, number one. When you remove the stones, you know what's going to happen? It stings. Your problem, you covered up for many years. You and God is standing there. God is telling you, remove the stone. Lord, it stings for days. Let it be. You want healing? Families, you want healing? You cannot cover up and expect healing. Husband and wife sit down together, help each other, hit each other. I'm not saying hit each other. Whatever you need to do, get it over. It stings. Remove the stone from your life. You put a stone in front of you and there is a deliverance waiting for you and that stone become a hindrance for your deliverance. Martha, Mary, I could easily remove the stone but no, it is a man made the hindrance. You made it. You put the stone there, you remove it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> 
in Palestine. The tombs, the tombs are made in caves. At least eight to twelve steps down. Then you walk in. Then there's a basic. The kings have closets. Just like you build cells in the country. But it is down. So at least the 8 to 12 steps down, like this, go down, then you walk and put that body there. Before they put the body, they wrap the body from feet all the way to head. They call it grave clothes. After they wrap the whole body together, then they take the body, walk down and put it there, somewhere, a stone bench or something. That is a custom, that is the same way uh, Lazarus was. Then they put a stone in front of the cave entrance. That's what the stone. Now the Bible says in the passage, when Lazarus come out, Jesus said one word. Bible says it, Lazarus came out. When Lazarus came out and stood in front of Jesus, Bible says then he said, Untie him, let him go. I preach this message is in the YouTube somewhere. The way Lazarus coming out is jumping. Every step, Jesus is calling me. There's no other way. Hallelujah. That's not my message. But Lazarus was standing in front of Mary and Martha. Jesus said to them, Now you take the grave clothes and untie him. Let him go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know why? Stand here. Jesus is standing. Mary and Martha are standing. Deliverance is done. Man-made obstacles need to be removed in your life. Martha has to walk towards Lazarus and untie the grave clothes. Four days dead. I don't know if he healed the body yet. I don't know. Don't speculate. You don't know either. You went there. Don't become too experts. <coughs> he stings grave clothes for four days. When you stand here, when the deliverance happened, you need to move from your seat and walk towards your deliverance willing to untie the man-made grave clothes 
and untie the relationship hands and the feet to be able to walk. Can you do that in your family? Can you do that in your church? Can you do that in your relationship? That deliverance will take place. There are many man-made hindrances. Many, many, many man-made obstacles made by you and me. In your relationship, in your family, in your church family. Maybe in your college, in your relationships. Hallelujah. Jesus said, it is time. I delivered Lazarus. I brought him to life. Can you go to him and untie him? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are sitting on the side and say, if, if Lazarus come here, I will untie. No. You go to Lazarus. Hallelujah. That is family. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Could you stand with me?